0: الحمد لله، الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا. من يهده الله فلا مضل له و من يضله فلا هادي له. ونشد إلا الله وحده لا شريك له. ونشد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله. ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامُ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من صام رمضان إيمانا وإحتسابا غفر له ما تقدم من ذنبه صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين Walhamdulillahirabbil alamin Respected elders beloved brothers assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh We are indeed blessed and fortunate that on the mubarak day the day of jumuah in the month of ramadan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has enabled us to gather in his house the masjid the most beloved place to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the surface of this world, on the surface of this earth, the masajid throughout the world, are the most beloved places to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Many a times we find that either interacting amongst ourselves, amongst Muslims, or with non-Muslims, when we explain this aspect of roza, when we explain this aspect of fasting, We tend, specifically when it comes to non-Muslims, we tend to explain that the object, the reason, why are you fasting? We are fasting so that we can experience the hunger of the poor. We are fasting so that we can experience the plight, the difficulty of the impoverished. This, my dear respected elders and brothers, this is the benefit of fasting this is the fayda of keeping the fast of Ramadan. This is not the object and the reason. The object and the reason of fasting is not so that we can experience the hunger of the hungry person, the poor person. The object is not that we experience the plight and the difficulties of the impoverished. This is the benefit of it. This is one of the benefits. The object, Allah tabarko, Ta'ala Himself says in Quran-u Kareem, Why he wants us to fast? What is the intended outcome? What should be achieved by means of this fast? And unfortunately, by us not explaining this to the non-Muslim community, we deprive them of understanding why we fast the month of Ramadan. If we will explain the essence, if we will explain the object, the maqsad as mentioned in quran kareem perhaps they will gain a different view and a different understanding of what this roza is allah taala explains that o mu'mineen, kutiba alaykumus siyām we have made this roza compulsory upon you like it was made on the nations before the object the purpose la'allakum so that you may attain so may you may Achieve. you may develop the quality, the sifat of taqwa. The purpose Allah wants us to fast is because He wants each and every one of us to become muttaqeen. Allah wants every mu'min, every mu'min to become muttaqeen, to acquire this quality, the sifat of taqwa. This term taqwa itself is something we need to understand. Very often, this word taqwa, it is translated as the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yet a person may argue, he may object that, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is Rahman, who is Rahim, who is Arhamur Rahimeen, who is Al-Wadud, that Allah who is kind, that Allah who is compassionate, that Allah who is most loving. Why should we fear such an Allah? Why should we? Fear such an Allah. And this year, that child who has got the love for that parent, that child who has got respect for that parent, and the parent says, do not do such and such thing, then the child will not go into that, not because he is afraid of the parent, But because he is afraid of displeasing that parent that he loves. He is afraid, he fears hurting the feelings of that parent. He fears disrespecting that parent. This aspect with regards to taqwa, the great sahabi, Sayyiduna Umar ibn al-Khattab an was worried, was concerned that what does this taqwa mean? So many times it comes in Quranic Kareem. So Umar radiallahu ta'ala an he goes to Ubay ibn Kaab radiallahu an another sahabi and this is a quality a sifat we should gain when we want the knowledge of deen Umar radiallahu an such a great sahabi yet he understood that I will go to that who has knowledge I will go to that sahabi who has knowledge for us very often we end up victim to you know Going to some search engine, we want to go to Google. Allah Ta'ala commands us in the Quran. Fasalu ahla in kuntum Go to the people of knowledge. Go to the people of knowledge. Create that nisbat, create the taalluk. Sahaba anhum are the greatest personalities of this ummah. And they got this title on the basis of nisbat. On the basis of their connection, their suhbat being in the company of Nabi alayhi salatu wassalam. To acquire that knowledge itself, we go to those who have the knowledge of Allah's deen. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anh, he goes to Ubay ibn Kaab and he asks him, that addresses him and says to him, that what is this taqwa? Inform me what is taqwa. Ubay ibn Kaab radiallahu anhu replies and asks him, ama salakta tariqan. The Shoki? that have you not treaded a path wherein there are thorny shrubs? There's harmful objects for us to understand in our time. Perhaps a rusty piece of metal, a broken bottle. All of this on the pathway. Umar Dilan replies, "Yes, I have walked on such a path." So ubay the Kaab says, "What did you do? How did you walk on this path?" He says. I gathered my clothing and I was careful where I placed my foot. On each step that he took on that thorny road, on that pathway where there were harmful objects, he gathered his clothing, no harm must come to it. And he was careful where he placed his foot in this way he carried on. Ubay ibn Kaab di responded and said to him, "That is taqwa. That is taqwa. The poet encapsulates this aspect so beautifully that wa dha that stay away from sins, stay away from the major sins and the minor sins." Stay away from every type of sin, that is taqwa. Wasnaq kamashin, ardish yara And become like the person who treads a path wherein there is harmful objects, where there is stones. They are those things that will cause harm to that person. Yahdhuru yara. He is Careful how he walks, he watches what is there, he looks carefully. Is there anything harmful that will cause any type of difficulty and harm to me? Do not consider a smallest guna, the minor sins. How can we consider any guna to be small, that which may Allah has forbidden? that which Allah has declared haram, that which is forbidden in the deen of Allah, how can we consider it to be small? لَا تَحْكِرَنَّ صَغِيرَةً إِنَّ الْجِبَالَ مِنَ الْحَصَىٰ Do not consider the smallest of sins to be insignificant. That huge mountain that you look at, it is just an accumulation of tiny pebbles put together. Those small gunas and sins... Coming together is what leads to and what makes a huge mountain of guna and sin. It was, makes a person bold to now venture into the major sins. La tahkiranna sahgiratan. Do not consider insignificant any small guna, any small sin. With regards to this aspect of taqwa, this aspect, this fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this fear of displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one is this is the object. This is the object of fasting the month of Ramadan that we gain this quality, we gain the sifat of taqwa. With regards to this taqwa, what are the benefits of it? What are the benefits of acquiring taqwa? Various benefits, just a few from Quran and Kareem. The first one, Allah وتعالى, says, that person who adopts taqwa, that person who develops the quality of taqwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a way out of every difficulty. Every difficulty he experiences, all the hardships, all the difficulties of this world, as a result of taqwa, Allah ta'ala removes these difficulties, makes a way for him to come out of them. Today unfortunately the case is, when a person, some musibat, some calamity, some hardship comes in front of a person, then the first thing unfortunately we resort to is to stay away from the ibadat of Allah. We distance ourselves from the masjid. A woman recently was in full niqab. But due to marital problems, etc., the marriage was terminated, talaq. So what was her reaction? She completely removed everything, not even the scarf. We cannot punish Allah Ta'ala. We cannot punish Allah Ta'ala. At the time of difficulty, musibat, we go closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So different types of hardships ourselves, that is just an example. Ask ourselves at that time of musibat, do we come closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala or do we go further away? The second, وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will provide risk and sustenance. Allah Ta'ala will provide risk and sustenance from such avenues he never expected. He cannot fathom how Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has brought it. As a result of taqwa, as a result of maintaining this conscious awareness and fear of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Allah ta'ala provides risk and sustenance from unimaginable sources. Many a times in the acquisition of risk, in earning one's income, how often it is, That a person is tempted to go into interest, he is tempted into, you know, going to certain investments where they will acquire interest. A person is different types of monetary schemes, etc. that come in front of a person, whether it is gambling, all the various aspects. All of this a person ventures into to increase his wealth. Allah putra, says, that person who develops taqwa, Allah will provide him from unimaginable sources. The next benefit of taqwa, wa may min amrihi yusra. Allah putra, says, that person who adopts taqwa, that person who develops taqwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him ease in all his affairs, all his matters. All his umur, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will grant ease by means of taqwa. It is a means of acquiring ease from the side of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. The fourth benefit of acquiring taqwa, the conscious awareness of Allah, the sphere of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Ya ayyuha amanu in tattaqullah yajallakum furqana. That person who will acquire taqwa, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will grant him. The quality of being able to differentiate, to decide between truth and falsehood. Between truth and falsehood. Sometimes a person remains steadfast on an action, believing that this is correct. Whereas it is something incorrect, it is something wrong. A person is faced with a situation, he can't decide what I am doing is right or wrong. A person has to make a decision. That is, this decision I'm going to make is it in accordance to the Deen of Allah? Will it be pleasing to May Allah wa Ta'ala? He has to differentiate: is this jais or najais? That person who adopts taqwa. Allah Ta'ala grants him that ability to decipher, to differentiate, to see between truth and falsehood. The dua Nabi taught us, Allahumma oh arinal al-haqqa warzukna tibaa wa batila warzukna Allah, show us haqq, show us the truth as the truth. And allow us to practice on it, to follow the truth. And show us falsehood as falsehood. That person who's got it, you know, crisscrossed, there's... The wiring is all wrong. He's looking at falsehood and he sees it as the truth. Then he will never, he will remain steadfast and firm on it. And that person who sees the truth as falsehood, he will never ever come onto it. So this dua Allah show us the truth as the truth and enable us to practice on it. And show us falsehood as falsehood and keep us far away from it. The person who acquires this quality and the sifat of taqwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants him this quality that is able to differentiate between haq and batil differentiate between what will please may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what will distance me from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next benefit of this taqwa, acquiring this quality of taqwa, the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the conscious awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, anhu ajra. That person who will acquire this quality of taqwa, the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by means of developing taqwa, by means of adopting taqwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will wipe out all of his sins. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive all of those sins. And Allah wa ta'ala together with that will grant him a great reward. These are just a few of the benefits. A few benefits of this Quality acquiring this quality of taqwa, this quality that Allah wants us to achieve by means of this fast of this month of Ramadan. One more important aspect with regards to this quality of taqwa, that this quality of taqwa was the outstanding feature, the outstanding feature of the Ahlullah and the awliya kiram. Allah, Allah explains in Quran. Ala inna They were those, the awliya, the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are those who had developed this quality, the sifat of taqwa, this fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this conscious awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with regards to acquiring, how does a person acquire this quality? How does he achieve this quality of taqwa? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has explained this to us, He has shown shown us, that from the time of suhoor till the time of iftar, from the time of suhoor till iftar, a person is making qurbani and sacrifice. A person is making qurbani and sacrifice. He is sacrificing halal food. He is sacrificing halal food for the sake of Allah. He is sacrificing halal drink. That food that is 100% halal, every all the different certifying bodies all agree, it's 100% halal. But now for the fasting person from sehri till iftar, that becomes haram. Drink from sehri till iftar, we're not talking about alcohol, but even zamzam becomes haram for the fasting person and not zina, not adultery, but even that halal wife, then relationship with that wife from sehri till iftar becomes haram. Sacrificing, making qurbani, staying away from these halal aspects for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it becomes a means of acquiring this quality, the sifat of taqwa. And this is the training ground. This is the training field, whereby after the month of Ramadan, where and the day where each of us are saying Eid Mubarak. In reality we are supposed to be saying Muttaqi Mubarak. Taqwa Mubarak. That Mubarak to you you have become a Muttaqi person. Mubarak to you you have attained the quality of Taqwa. You are supposed to graduate with the title of Muttaki. You are supposed to achieve at the end of this month of Ramadan. That now we have got the quality of Taqwa. Now we are Muttaki. And... These straining, this, this course, whereby we stay away from halal to full, for the sake of Allah, tabarik wa ta'ala. So that after the month of Ramadan, after the month of Ramadan, we are able to stay away from those things which are haram. We are able to stay from, away from those things which Allah ta'ala has declared haram for the sake of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person who will stay away from those qualities, those aspects, those deeds, that will displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is how a person attains and acquires this quality of taqwa. It's mentioned with regards to, the incident is famous, that at one time in India, there was a student who was in the masjid. He was in the masjid. And there were some riots taking place outside. So a young lady who was out of her home, she could not return home. According to some, she was a princess, whatever the case was. So she came into the masjid. And she wanted to take refuge and protect herself in the masjid. So she tries to take permission from this young boy, that give me permission to stay in the masjid. And this student of deen, this quality of taqwa should be an outstanding feature in the students of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he says to her that you cannot stay here. You cannot stay here. But upon her persistence, he allows her that you stay on one side, one corner, I'll stay on the other side. And he carries on, spends his night, with mutala takrar. he's going through his kitabs. he's going, and he's got a little candle that is burning. But from time to time, he places his finger into the flame. He places... His finger into the flame. The morning comes. There is ease, there is peace etc. This girl goes away. She leaves, she returns home. And she goes to her wealthy father. But before leaving, she says to this boy, I want to know one thing. I just want to ask you one thing. Throughout the night I saw you putting your finger in the fire. Putting your finger in that small flame. I cannot, could not understand this action of yours. He says to her that many times the thought came to me, waswasa came, that this girl is here, you are alone. Just speak to her. Just look at her. Be parda hasino se hua tanga zamana, ne shuru kar diya, ab dil ko satana. Hakim Akhtar sahab, lale, emphasizes the importance of looking after our gaze. How much more important it is while we are Rosa? Lowering our gaze. That ne shuru kar diya. The eyes started and a person ends up in how much of guna itself. So I whenever the temptation came to me then I put my finger in that flame and I reminded myself that if I cannot tolerate little but a small flame in dunya how will I tolerate the fire of Jahannam? This is taqwa. That person who gains control of himself, he gains that control of his nafs. Person who will, that is that effort of taqwa. So in this month of Ramadan, this month where we are, لَعَلَّكُمْ We are supposed to gain this quality of taqwa. And Allah has showed us that staying away from halal for the sake of Allah brings this quality of taqwa. It is impossible. It is far-fetched. That while we are fasting, that we are swearing, we are swearing each other, we are swearing our workers, we are cheating, we are engaging in you know, incorrect transactions, bribery, espionage and all of these types of things. in the general life of a mu'min should never exist and more in the month of Ramadan that we stay away from such things. What will be the quality of that fast? What will that person's fast result in? who cannot stay away from these things in the month of Ramadan. During that day, there are times, there are times where that stomach, that experiences that hunger, this is that reminder for that person, you are fasting. Stay away from that haram action. Stay away from that makruh action. Stay away from that action which displeases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This month of Ramadan, if we cannot stay away from haram, then understand we are not treading that path, لَعَلَّكُمْ We will not attain and not achieve the object of that fast. So for us, together with fasting in the month of Ramadan, together with our tarawih salah, together with our sadaqah, with khairat, our charity, and all the good deeds. On occasion, Hazrat Shah Hakim Akhtar sahab, rahmatullahi, was travelling from Jiddah into Makkah Mukarrama. They put Hazrat in the front seat, And the hot weather, they put the aircon on, full blast. And after a little while, a few minutes, ten minutes, whatever it is, traveling, is wondering that why is it that this cold air is blowing but the car is still hot inside. And they look at the back seat, those khadims, whoever else was present, had the windows wind completely down. The window was completely down. So all the cool air that was coming in was getting blown out the windows. And this is the quality of the Ahlullah. Everything reminds them of Allah. Everything takes their focus to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Immediately, Hazrat Shah Hakeem Akhtar, that Rahmatullah is explained that this is the effect of that person who does good deeds but doesn't stay away from sin. That person who does good deeds is like that cool air that is coming. That cool air that keeps coming. And the person, he is getting that cool air, but guna and sin is lifting all oh, the faida, the benefit of that cool air is going away. So one is we are engaging in so many good deeds in the month of Ramadan for us to take maximum benefit and to attain this quality of taqwa. It is required that we stay away from guna and sin. Allah Taala grant us taufiq wa akhreda.